0: Hi guys um hello portia
1: (laughs) hello Han. how are you
0: yeah i'm good thank you um how have you been
1: i've been i'm all right you know living you
0: we're getting on there we're getting Yeah. yeah but um hey guys how have you been it's it's a gay
1: and a lesbian and,
0: um, we're back we're back we are back and we'd love to you know hear from you guys you know make sure that you're all doing well making sure that you're doing, all doing um you know all right considering the fact that we've entered the second lockdown
1: Woo. <laughs> and taking care of your mental health which brings us on to the topic of today's podcast yes, yes. which is mental illnesses and
0: mental yeah mental, yeah mental health really
1: yeah mental health mental illnesses how how what what, what there is out there to support
0: yeah uh, people so i think that the reason why we thought to do this now and publish this now was because it's, it's we're obviously going we've gone into a second lockdown mm. and so i don't know about you but i found it quite hard to you know, maintain my my a stable mental health last lockdown.
1: Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, being locked up inside indoors all day isn't isn't the nicest.
1: No, I mean I'm lucky because this time I am back at work, so I'm like actively working, and I've got guitar lessons and stuff. So it's not like really really affected me, but like it's still not being able to see friends, and right now that's what I need. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah yeah um do you have like a, a bubble
1: only person I'm because you know you can see one person uh like yeah it's just lucinda really uh
0: yeah oh dear my best mate hi lucinda
1: hi <laughs> she probably ain't listening but hey <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah no I think it's definitely important in the situation to extend bubbles as far as kind of mm. one can go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that you can only actually see one person outside of your house. I don't know. It's constantly changing, isn't it? So what, what, actu- what you can actually do is kind of unclear, but um, as far as I'm aware, you've got your bubble,
0: mm.
1: which is one person can only basically interact with you and nobody else so that you have to be within their bubble okay and then you've also on the side i think got another person you can see i don't know i honestly don't know i don't know <laughs> right. all i know is i'm socially distancing uh, uh, again uh, with lucinda and just yeah taking care that's all i know <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: look after yourself mm, yeah putting uh, needs to yeah, yeah. That one thing that's that people can do to look after themselves well not even one thing because it's various different things and mm-hmm. ends on the individual but one thing that each individual should be seeking to look after is their mental health
1: definitely especially now like always of course but especially when you know you're locked up in your house you're not really seeing people you're you're alone with your thoughts this is when you need to be making a conscious decision to to ensure that your mental health is is okay
0: exactly and um you know it people might say that it's important to do things to distract you from from you know your mental health but me i think that that's ridiculous i feel like you should find what it is that is you know causing your mental health to be um maybe unstable at the time so that you can make resolve the issue and then you know go from there
1: Mm. yeah um I think you're right to be honest I think it's important to actually tackle it rather than like brush under carpet um and there's so many ways to do that like there's obviously like self help books or therapy or even just like I I bought this book it's really good it's called burn after writing and you literally are meant to burn it after writing in it and it just asks you a shit ton of really deep personal questions and the point of it and the point of burning it is that you're as honest as you possibly can be nobody sees it but you so it's important to do things like that so that you can keep on track of like how you're doing and
0: yeah would you say that that has helped you to understand yourself i
1: mean i've not started it but i'm pretty sure i'm starting it tonight i bought it the other day but i'm pretty sure um it will because there are questions for example uh uh should let go of i know what i'm putting down there uh
0: (laughs) What's that? What should
1: you let go? Of? Oh no, we're not going into that. about <laughs> the question, though. Yeah, no, that's the question. One of the questions is things I should let go of. The biggest inspiration in my life um the hardest choice i've ever had to make the stupidest thing i've ever done so the
0: purpose of this book is more or less to help you understand yourself, yourself
1: yeah and there are obviously like questions in regards to mental health and stuff but you kind of just have to flick it flick through it and then just find a page and do it so it's not like in order but there are things like that out there that you can that help you kind of look a little bit deeper into yourself and understand
0: yourself yeah um but like that's a thing is that i think that people try to people understand or they try to understand their mental health in order to make sure that they're feeling you know positivity and you know you know love all the positive aspects that does mental health doesn't you know what's the word an unstable mental health doesn't entail, I guess you could say. Yeah. So, um, but the thing is, to be honest, I reckon that it's safe to say that there's a dichotomy in which it's okay for people to feel disappointment. It's okay for people to feel in contempt, you know, insecurity, yeah, powerlessness, or doubt, you know, in these situations. But that doesn't mean that you know you can't also feel things that such as you know like appreciation or you know a sense of love or positivism it's definitely um I think important to find a balance between the two and that you kind of maintain I guess a sort of stable Yeah.
1: yeah I think that's where it comes from finding the balance and um you know there's that quote it's okay not to be okay and that's true but at the same time if that not being okay is affecting your life in in like a severity like in a really severe way where you can't for example with anxiety can't get out the house then like the best thing to do for yourself is to look into that look deeper within yourself find the reason this is happening and get get you know try and get help
0: yeah exactly. and there's so much
1: help out there at the moment, which is really, really good.
0: yeah, there are there are so many we'll get on to like I think um you know helplines and so on later, mm. but I think it's important for people that understand themselves in uh, when you know people recognizing that they feel that lockdown has detrimented them to the point where their social life has been destroyed or you know so for me yeah. I, I value my social life the fact that lockdown 2 was announced meant that obviously that was then limited again mm-hmm. yeah and for, me, for me my remedy is to FaceTime my friends and my family at home as much as possible yeah that's my remedy and yeah. it's important for a person to find you know their their own personalised remedy in yeah. order to easier for themselves in these difficult times of
1: course and there's so many different things. like um i know that you do meditation um, and okay. i think that's really a really good way to kind of balance yourself out i mean i can't because my mind just wanders but meditation or just writing how you feel down every night which i do um in my notes um yeah it's really really
0: important uh, and um i think therapists sometimes will sometimes recommend um have you ever heard of this thing called the stress bucket? no so that's like a thing in which therapists say to I think draw a bucket down on a piece of paper and there needs to be a tap and what this tap is releasing so the water is the things that fill you are essentially the bucket right? the things that are going into the tap uh, from the tap are things that are stressing you out really yeah you this this bucket also does need to have a hole so that it doesn't overflow because obviously that represents you know um somebody becoming too overwhelmed to a point where it's dangerous and the bucket overflows
1: yeah that's really clever i've never heard of that but that is a good way
0: of you need to kind of write down what's going in that's stressing you out and you know what's coming out what's what are you doing to uh relieve that stress so that it just passes through the bucket or you yeah
1: that's really that's clever that's a good way of yeah i mean thinking about what it is that is affecting you um yeah there's so many so many different methods and so many different ways of dealing with
0: person yeah yeah, yeah. um I know that you've been obviously It's it's not so much a way but as a matter of distraction keeping yourself busy you've been working yeah, a lot
1: yeah work is my distraction and like I know a lot of people are like oh you know furlough's great but actually I think for me, right now, working and just interacting with customers and seeing my regular customers, and just being with my colleagues is is really, really, really helpful
0: yeah we're we're humans we're it's normal to feel overwhelmed when we don't socialize because that's what our purpose is mm-hmm. you know we're 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 a community, so it's okay to feel overwhelmed at the fact that you know you might be you might feel lonely at times but i think it's important when you feel like that to reconnect with you know loved ones who bring some sense of fulfillment yeah
1: and i think i'm lucky in the sense that i've got a group of friends that are really really like they've always have been and are really there for me especially um like you lucinda i'm not gonna name them because that's but you know what i mean like i've got that support like network yeah. and it's so important to have that and like yeah. it's so important to just be able to talk you know and have people listen and not like not have a judgment towards what you're saying and just be there and i think right now that is exactly what we need we need you know we need people that are there and can and... yeah
0: because I think that what we're about to kind of I guess you could say I'm not, not teach but um, enlighten people on you know the actual statistics that you know kind of come with insecure not insecure inst- unstable mental health yeah and you know obviously if people know that suicide is 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 a thing that's um, a result of, I guess you could say, not being not having the healthiest, methods.
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, I guess that's one of the main things that we're trying to address to avoid in this podcast is you know that there's so many different things, methods, of, and remedies for one to take in order to relieve themselves of this stress that might take them to that point because suicide males represents the largest cause cause of death for them. Yeah. So it's not coronavirus. No. <laughs> for male 35, suicide represents the largest cause of death. It's
1: crazy. Um yeah, and like I, I read that suicide is the first third most common reason for girls to contact child the third most common reason that's so scary like to think that yeah
0: it's just the parent basically is what i think is you know people are trying to it's important to understand because i've only really heard um unfortunately i've only really heard people you know my age committing suicide after the first lockdown mm. um, and um, you know I don't know it's kind of um, you know gay and bisexual men so I would fall within that category are four, four times more likely to attempt suicide than the rest of the population
1: mm.
0: how, do you, how do you feel about that?
1: It's a very scary figure four times more likely like I think the question is why like why are they feeling that way and I think maybe there isn't as there isn't enough help for them yeah. as gay yeah. or bisexual men um yeah I, I don't know why that is but it is very scary to think that they're four times more likely to um how do you feel as as a gay man
0: um how do i feel i feel a sense of like understanding Mm. in understanding in that people won't understand basically i feel like people might reach towards or you know lean towards suicide when they're felt to be misunderstood Mm. and, and alone in this world and to be a gay black man In this world There aren't that many people That you can genuinely connect with And understand um, I don't want to say it's a struggle Because I, I'm thriving Yeah <laughs> But for those who aren't yeah. I, it's, it's a conversation That I feel like I can only really have with gay or bi people Because you know um, People there's discrimination. Mm. Don't really address it that much in this podcast. Uh, we've addressed it in one episode. But there's a discrimination against LGBT people that I feel like only LGBT people really yeah. understand.
1: I mean, like, you, you, conf- you find people trying to understand, but I feel like whatever it is, like... Whatever it is, like, uh, I feel, for example, being a woman... Only women can really understand the, the, the struggle that they may face in society. Gay, it's the yeah. same thing because because you can't ever, you know, a man can never be in the shoes of a woman, so they, they can never fully yeah, experience true. that, that's... just like a straight person can't be ever in the shoes of a-
0: I, I myself, am, I'm an ally, you know, I support all women and I, you know, really appreciate the growth that's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, And the representation Mm. you know especially Zendaya recently winning her was it an Emmy I think I was so proud Mm. of her but and you know it was so appreciated but I don't understand to the full extent of the struggle that's you know that women uh, face to the point that you do so like I think something that shocked me the other day was I was having a conversation with one of my housemates and they were saying about people. Apparently, more men make, um, you know, comments or um, on the, on the way that a woman looks. Yeah. And I and I, I didn't. It was more than I expected. Yeah. There. What
1: do you mean catcalling or like, as in?
0: I think my housemate was talking to me about being at the gym. Oh right. And- and just men really kind of being perved yeah really. like sexu-
1: over sexualizing women which is just basically society yeah. the way I in really which it all like, yeah.
0: yeah I really feel like women do really face a brunt of shit yeah. from men
1: which, which can obviously lead to poor mental health because like if you're constantly like getting weird comments from weird men but then like it could lead to you thinking like okay i, I don't want to look this way anymore because this is what i get for it yeah.
0: Yeah. maybe that's what it is maybe understanding is is finding comfort or being uncomfortable you know somebody who doesn't feel understood it clearly isn't comfortable mm-hmm. with grounding you know kind of environment. yeah
1: yeah very
0: true so that's where as well you know in regarding this lockdown be with those people or you know talk to those people or just be in a living space that is more comfortable for yourself because you will thrive more
1: and and um i read this uh thing and it said that student suicides have increased by 79% from 2007 to 2015 so it's not completely up to date but that figure is crazy so it is and I think that right now like so many students are stuck at uni um, and they don't actually realise I read this that that actually if you feel that your, your personal environment right now is like um, causing you to have bad mental health you can go home you can go home because if you think like if you feel that you're you know really like becoming ill from um from being isolated at uni and not really being able to see your family you you, you are actually allowed to go home
0: yeah. Yeah. so um that's yeah um, it's, i'm glad i guess i could say one of the positives is that you know the government has acknowledged mental health to the extent where they are allowing you know, uni to make it as a central, uh, uni students to make it as a central. Yeah. Travel. Um, I guess that's a positive. Yeah. Uh, but it's because of obviously the rise, you know, um, in 2017, by, I think it was, there were near enough 6,000 suicide rates in Great Britain alone. Oof. And so within that, 75% of them were male. That's
1: crazy.
0: Uh, just putting aside from the fact that, you know, most of them are males, the fact that suicide rates were that high.
1: It's really upsetting, I think, to think that, that that so many people felt that they had no help, they had nobody to turn to, they had no escape, and they turned to like such an awful mode of taking the pain away. it really is and I think it's important that well I think now it's a lot more talked about like mental health and mental mental like illnesses but I think there's still quite a while quite a a way to go
0: yeah yeah agreed and also another thing is um, I don't want this to feel like it's irrelevant but um, having a drink or smoking whatever or putting whatever in your system to give you a short-term sense of relief or happiness is is not the way forward with mental health
1: no because it's damaging in the long run like if you become an alcoholic and I think so many this is what I was thinking about the other day like so many people just don't think that you know a 19 year old can become an alcoholic like when you think of the word alcoholic you picture like an old person in their like 50s or 60s just because of the stereotype but actually you can be an alcoholic at any age you can be a drug addict at any age and it's it's become the norm to, to to drink you know every night for some people and they don't think that actually maybe this isn't right and maybe actually i'm damaging my body and of course, yeah, it's yeah. understandable that people escape from whatever in different ways and different modes, but it's just not right, like self-harm as well. It's just, it's not, it's, it's just, it's just not good.
0: It's short-term yeah. relief. And I think that's, that's what t- depression, I, I could say, is like, um. As, uh, definitely a symptom of depression is, I think, only really seeing short-term remedies as a yeah. way out.
1: Yeah. But they never really work. I mean they work in the moment,
0: but and yeah, no they do but... exactly which is uh, um see I don't know if this I don't know how helpful this will be for other people. But um I think that when when you're in a bad mental state, I think that only really short term like short-term goals short-term um pain relief or whatever it's kind of really the only option i don't think people tend to look at the bigger picture just because they genuinely can't Mm -hmm. actually see it and i think that people lose sight of their own values and their own goals and so on so it's important you know journaling and writing down your stress, stress buckets um You know, kind of just understanding yourself to also remind yourself of your goals and what makes yourself you.
1: Definitely, and it doesn't take like it doesn't take a lot out of your day to just write down. You know, maybe at the end of the day, how you felt during the day and how you're feeling and what your goals are for tomorrow. Like every morning, actually, no, every evening, or depending on my mood, I write down like a list of the things I do the next day, and I just take it off, and it and it it makes sure that I'm not in bed doing nothing it gives it, mm. it makes sure that i get up and i actually do something productive with my day
0: and then, yeah consistency is a love language baby mm. trust me trust me mm. yeah and i feel like i feel like this sounds
1: i'm sick. sure it doesn't
0: one of the best, best things that i did for myself in terms of I'm not going to say that like it's stabilizing my mental health. I I guess I'm just going to say kind of um being more healthy yeah. in my own mental state is treating myself as though I would if I were my own boyfriend.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> so
0: it's good thing. So say I'm to wake up, I'm obviously in my bed yeah. by myself. Oh. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I mean, I've got, got Peter to the giraffe. <laughs> you
1: are. Oh, I giraffe. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, Catherine for me, so we we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so
0: sad. Isn't Catherine like She's a cat.
1: No, he's a cat.
0: <laughs> Catherine, I think I've been more creative. I think uh, Catherine the
1: cat's great, okay?
0: Catherine the cat, because
1: she's a cat. So carry on. <laughs> Enough <laughs> about the
0: teddies. Uh, yeah, no, so I'm waking up every morning and I'm, you know, obviously by myself. Um, but sometimes I feel like what is helpful for myself is having affirmations. Okay. And affirmations Yeah.
1: I I am I am a queen, I am strong, I am powerful. Like these they're things that you say to yourself to Um God.
0: Sort of, I mean they're not as because obviously for somebody who is feeling in the depths yeah. of depression to wake up in the morning and see that they you know I'm a queen when they're mm. feeling it in themselves that, that would just not help anything in fact I feel like that might might make things mm. difficult, more difficult really um, for me my affirmations are more kind of like um, reminding myself of reasons why I value myself. Okay. You know, I'm not kidding. that's unrealistic. Well, I'm not. You kidding. are a kid. <laughs> in reality, in and rea- I'm starting to believe that even more every that's day. That's good.
1: So you should.
0: <laughs> um, but at the start, obviously, you, you can't mm. start with really. It's about going, you know, yeah. starting small. So, you know, starting with things like. I don't know, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, you know, you know, I've mm-hmm. got this. Like, so you know, um, today is not actually going to be as bad as mm-hmm. yesterday. That, you know, small things, small positive messages to yourself, you know, at the start of the day can really yeah. make a change.
1: I'm going to try that. Because my first Honestly, thought in the day is... My first thought in the morning is, oh, not another day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm that's joking. No, fine. I just, I never mm-hmm. wake up in a good mood, but I think that's because I don't sleep very well. So,
0: yeah, <clears throat> uh, sleeping is also very uh, important. Sleeping is very, it's... very important. It's a symptom of, um, I think, depression, mm-hmm. having bad sleep, and anxiety and a lot of other mental health issues yeah. I think. and it, it
1: like you, during sleep your body is literally healing itself like if you're not getting sleep yeah. you're not healing so it is really important but um
0: sleep yeah. is like a whole other like um I've also heard somewhere that napping is really bad apparently it disrupts mm-hmm. your sleep cycle uh i read that um reading getting up at uh, different times and different days is also bad for your brain as apparently your brain actually looks for some sort of structure oh, really? with sleep yeah apparently the brain functions better when it like uh, say if I'm to go to sleep at 11 and wake up at say 8 every morning for the next week you, my brain will function better and um, it will start to un- oh. fun- that's
1: really interesting yeah, no, that's what. well
0: if you like you just said sleep yeah. is healing you know if you're with it, Mm -hmm. like we just said then you know, you're only going to benefit really yeah
1: yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. um I think we've kind of gone off of the some of the stats but um another that we've talked about is the uni students um which i found to be quite high is that one in the four M four uni students uh were found to have mental health issues at some point or have been
1: you've gone are you here oh, okay I'm here. um Sorry, my uh, brain just fell off, fell off my face. Um, <laughs> um no, that's crazy. One in four uni students. Um, I mean, I can imagine. Like, I can't imagine actually the stress that some of you are going through, like with handing assignments in and stuff, um, and just like ensuring that you're on top of it all. With my counselling course, it's quite like. It's chill in the sense that yeah, I've got a shit done of coursework, but like I don't have deadlines, like as long as I hand it in like as long as I hand it in and it's good, like by the end of my course, like it's cool. Though like, there's no real deadline which is which kinda takes the stress away from it. But like ha- with having deadlines there's 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 a lot to work for,
0: like work to use There stuff. Consistent um, deadlines that you have that you have to meet. Um but um This is where I found that organisation. Organisation is for a stable mental health as well as a healthy life in general. Uh, I know that you know people like to be spontaneous and just do things as they are, but being organised does not mean structuring every single part of your day into you know time slots of what to do when. It can be as simple as. Um, saying that you're going going to study something, you know, one subject on a particular day, and waking up at a specific time for that day, you yeah. know, that's organisation. It's kind of, you know, setting yourself up for it. And I think that in the, the in the whole situation of, um not situation, in the whole process of organisation, I think that people kind of mentally prepare mm-hmm. themselves and I think that mental preparation is such mm-hmm. an underrated thing because I could not go into work to do a 10-hour shift if I had not had at least two days to yeah mentally prepare no myself. that makes
1: sense that makes sense
0: and it's, mentally preparing myself was literally just the whole situation. It's literally just a matter of knowing yeah. that, you know, yeah. it's there. It's, you know, that, that shift was to come and, you know, saying to myself mm. that I was ready for it.
1: So I guess that's the same with your deadlines then, like knowing that it's there, like preparing yourself over like the days or whatever to be ready to, 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 to be able to hand whatever it is in by the deadline is, is helpful yeah. rather than just kind of forgetting about it and then coming to the day and just being like oh my god I, I forgot
0: yeah. but obviously that's not all that I think inflicts some sort of stress on uni students I think it can also be a matter of having to look after yourself with uh, uh, you're providing your own foods, you are living mm. your life is in your own hands when you're, you know, which is why I feel like, you know, suicide is definitely yeah. prominent for uni students.
1: It's sad. It's sad that one of like the the most exciting times of your lives can actually be also like the scariest and the the like the most detrimental to your health, like your mental health, if you, if
0: yeah, you yeah. don't
1: look after yourself. And don't reach out when you start yeah. to feel that your mental health is declining.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's to move on to the next point. Looking after yourself. Looking after yourself physically is tied in to the core of mm-hmm. looking after yourself mentally.
1: Yeah. It all interlinks, doesn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Health, Mental health is 50% of yeah. overall health <laughs> probably even more because obviously your mind how your mindset <laughs> we're not going to go into that yeah. <laughs> but mental health and physical health are intertwined and for me if I don't work out uh, for longer than what 2-3 days then I literally well, I can see a rise in like, my stress my wanting to break down mm-hmm and so on and so forth yeah
1: um and like with walks as well taking walks or like just uh being outside um whether whether that's doing a sport or like cycling or whatever like it it's good because like he said mental health and physical health interlink and it's good to keep on top of um and even with You know, like... Even with the food you eat, like if if all you're eating is junk food, and you know like loads of sugar, then then of course your mental health is going to be a bit shit. Like you have to have a balanced diet, and everyone knows that. It's just not many people follow it. It's
0: because oh yeah. Food is oh so yeah. Tempting.
1: I mean, donuts. Don't even but... get me started on donuts. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Exactly, but right, and you know, I definitely see that when I'm eating healthier um, and incorporating a lot more veg into mm-hmm. my diet in general, I think I am. Yeah. I tend to be a lot happier, you know. Yeah, and in oh, drinking yeah. water. Water is well.
1: really important. Um but i mean i'm not a big fan i'll drink it when i you know i'm thirsty but i'm not one i'm not one to be like oh like i have to drink a set amount of water every day like but that's good people that I... ensure that they're drinking the like the right amount of water every day cuz it's important like mm,
0: i think that to i don't know i, I don't know about you but like Sometimes if I'm not con- conscious of, you know, looking after myself, so when my mental health Hello? Hello. Technical issues?
1: <laughs> Don't we always have technical issues? <laughs> cool.
0: Cool. Cool. It's still um... Technical issues. It's a joke at this point. Yeah. Um, basically, drink water because dehydration leads to, obviously, fatigue. And being in bed is definitely one of the worst things, I think, that somebody can do or, you know, lie in when um, feeling depressed or anxious. Mm,
1: definitely. And if you're, like, in bed, in your, if, you, if you're if you feeling that depressed like get out get out the house go for a walk get some fresh air because it honestly for me personally it really helps like when i'm feeling down like just getting a fresh air get, getting fresh air being out outside it's just i don't know it's something about it that just boosts to my boosts my mood
0: start is... small make your way up we'll get that <laughs>
1: yeah yeah,
0: yeah. But, well, um, the good thing is, positive, um, you know, 94% of higher education institutions have reported an increase in, um, uh, what is this?
1: I don't know what you're reading. <laughs> oh! in demand for
0: their counselling services. Yes, that's the
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
0: You know, for counselling services is, is helpful. Oh uh, yeah. Because I definitely feel like counselling helps a person to understand their their themselves and their mental health.
1: Yeah, and I mean, as a future (laughs) counsellor, I can obviously obviously say that, yeah, that is, it's important to be able to talk to a professional that does not judge and allows you to just, just say what you need to say in confidentiality. And yeah, but I mean, it doesn't, it's not for everybody. Counselling isn't for everybody
0: yeah I've, I've definitely talked to people who, who have found it ineffective
1: yeah it depends on the person and also the like the level of their mental illness and there's a lot of factors that go into whether or not counseling is
0: effective oh really
1: oh yeah this isn't me saying it that this isn't i've not learned this i'm just saying that like obviously it, it depends on like the person the, the state that they're in their age as well because i mean personally i i went to counseling at a secondary school and like i just didn't find it helpful and i think that's because the person i spoke to was really old for one and i just didn't feel a connection and if you don't feel a connection with with the person that you know you're literally expressing like a lot to and and some things that are really deep and like you know yeah then then of course it's not gonna it's not gonna be effective yeah there's a lot that goes into it,
0: um, which is where guys, um, please take note of. And we do have some, um, you know, helplines or chat lines and so on, um, you know, us mm-hmm. uh, who are finding that their counseling or whatever isn't effective. Um, and there are always more resources, um, yeah, you know, me and P are always here, definitely. And, you know we're also thinking of starting an instagram page so if you let either one of us know how you're feeling about that then yeah maybe we could see about and it yeah
1: definitely i definitely
0: another thing to organize
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> can barely manage and organize myself at this
1: point oh, hun. <laughs> <laughs> oh hun.
0: Right, right. i finished my first assignment um, you know, like twenty minutes before it was due. <laughs> I mean, at least
1: you finished it in time.
0: Um. Yeah. No. Um. So. Organization is key. Pardon. Organization is key. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Pardon. <laughs> um. But yeah. Um. I think that obviously we have a higher rate of viewers for women which is where um, I've now started promoting, um, you know, our podcast on other services that I think that men might take more, uh, more men might take notice of. Mm. And um, as well as obviously talking about how suicide was the largest cause of death for men under 35. Yeah. um, Apparently men are less likely to access psychological therapies than women.
1: I think there is a big big stigma around mental illnesses illness and men like they just i think from from such a young age they've been conditioned to just not speak about how they're feeling um like for example like you could just be like don't don't cry like that's such a girl's like girly thing or like you hit like a girl and things like this like it just i think from from a young age they're conditioned i don't don't know this is what i believe that, that they can't speak out and they mm-hmm. can't cry, and they can't show emotion. I think it's awful, because at the end of the day, we're right. all human.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We all and feel-
0: certain days. I feel like men think, not all men, obviously, they feel like they need to act or portray themselves in a particular way that is more strong than mm. what is actually scary. Yeah,
1: yeah. And again, that comes down to society
0: yeah yeah
1: and the way in which it's conditioned men to believe that
0: yeah that's what this podcast is we're breaking the societal norms and Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
1: informing. yeah (laughs) but yeah i think we've covered pretty much all that we wanted to in the sense that we've spoken about Quite a bit. Um, obviously, mental health is a very difficult and very big, big topic.
0: Yeah, it's complicated. There's a lot that goes into it. Mm. So there's so much more that we could actually discuss. We could talk about different disorders. You know, bipolar, depression, anxiety. Um, so many. We could go into depth and
1: i was just thinking it's just like come to me that maybe what we could do is have this as a whole like because i think on spotify you can have a playlist of things so maybe like mental illness in itself could be one and if if there was anyone that's listening that has has a mental illness and they feel comfortable talking about it then we could guess them and they could speak about how 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 they you know cope with with when it gets really difficult and things like that i don't know
0: hold up hold up hold up we are nowhere near the end nowhere near the end because one very very important thing that we've gotten to discuss and destroy the concept of social media is not a reality people social media is detrimental to mental health (laughs) and it's unnecessary oh god yeah
1: that's why I've not been on social media for a week. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to take yourself off it, though. Honestly, yeah. like it's so tiring constantly seeing these like what you believe to be perfect lives, and thinking I, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Like I'm, I've, I've done nothing with my life. When in reality, like, like you said, is it's, social media isn't the reality.
0: No, it's not. It's a facade. It's not transparent. It's it's people, I think, portraying the best. Well, not always, but you know, I think for a lot of people, it can be them just, you know, showing the best part of their yeah. life. Nobody gonna post a picture of them crying on their Instagram. No, I mean, no. But people are all happy to post pictures of them smiling, and yeah. enjoying the best life, which is where it's so easy for somebody who's depressed to sit sit indoors. Um, you know, no sunlight. You know no exercise, no water and just scroll through Instagram Mm. and and so on and in the process of scrolling through Instagram and Snapchat I feel like there's the underlying kind of comparative features that go on between the person who's scrolling and the Instagram or Snapchat post that they're seeing Mm.
1: yeah I think um, a lot of the time people post what you want to see like, they post what people, what they think people want to see. And it that that doesn't necessarily, that's not necessarily the reality. Like, I'd love to be able to see that, to, to, so that I'm not alone in, in sometimes struggling with my own mental health. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'd love to see that actually we, we all sometimes experience this and, and there is support out there. And, you know, you can talk to these people that are also maybe going through similar things. Do you know what I mean? Like... Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there are going to be things that other people, you know, who are on social media have that you don't. There are going to be things that you have that they don't. Hello? Yeah, I'm
1: here, I'm here, I'm just listening to you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that appreciation is definitely a big part of having a more kind of stable and grounded mental state mm-hmm. because appreciation is taking into not taking for granted what you have in front of you and you know all got benefits while it's, it's not, it's not the, you know the person sitting next to us might struggle well more than the, the next you know we all do have some sort of positive benefit
1: yeah
0: benefits in our we do have some benefits in our life that we can just focus on and improve not improve but you know what's the word focus on really yeah
1: and sometimes it's good to just remind yourself because it's so easy to get lost in what's not right at the moment and what could be better but when you just take a minute and just think actually I've got these things in my life that are actually really good right now I think it's helpful
0: <laughs> you've got a phone or whatever device you're listening to this podcast exactly
1: on. yeah,
0: yeah regardless of where you're living yeah. or you know, what's going on um i'm i'm sure you do have some sort of positive um you do have some sort of what's the, P, what, what's the word i'm
1: not really sure i think you're i think positive positive things in your life like i think that's what you're trying to say i don't really know yeah
0: just, good things know, in weird, your life good things in life yeah, <laughs> yeah. um Take, take them for appreciating.
1: yeah
0: yeah um it's okay to feel sad and it's okay to yeah but prolong being mm. sad you know
1: yeah and try and do something like when you see that you're you're getting there like you know if it's if it's just setting an alarm and getting out of bed and and I don't know, cleaning your room because when I get like really low, huh? Yeah, sorry. (laughs) When I get low, I can honestly say my room is a mess. Like there's everything everywhere.
0: Yeah.
1: And like snapping out of that and just cleaning it all up just does something. Just does something.
0: Tidy mind, tidy space, tidy mind.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's okay to feel sad, but like you said, don't prolong the sadness and there's so many so many so many help like um helplines and things out there like uh the samaritans um with the numbers like 116123 so basically if you don't know what the samaritans is you contact them when you're feeling i don't know really depressed or upset and they just talk to you they you, you can call yeah call them and they just talk you through it and they are i think it's it's a lot like counseling but over the phone they just talk you through it and they just make sure that you're okay and and like offer you not advice but offer you um uh, other
0: uh, remedies
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, perfect. Um so we've also got rethink mental illness. Um and the number for that is oh three hundred five thousand. So um five four <laughs>
1: three hundred,
0: five double zero ninety
1: seven. Five No, it's not five double zero though, is Oh it? triple. Oh my god, I'm so blind. That was... <laughs> God, imagine someone tries to call them off good and I'm completely wrong.
0: Good thing that the Say it loudly. ...into this is not blind, but deaf. Not deaf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Say it again, but, like, clearly.
0: Um, 0300 five triple zero nine two seven. 927. Very good. Is, rethink mental health, health net, mental illness. Can't speak today. Sorry, lads. <laughs> um... And they, this kind of just um, entails that they have networks that ensure those who are affected by mental health um, illness have um, some sort of support. And uh, there is this one called Mind. Is it up here? Yeah, Mind. Uh, which
1: is o three hundred
0: one two three double three nine three. So that's o three hundred one two three double three nine three, and um, that is like a mental health health charity if somebody's feeling maybe depressed or um anxious
1: yeah and for all our lgbt plus folks um there's mind out which is 01273 234839 and it's based in brighton so it's local local to us Um, um, and it's basically for lgbt plus people facing mental health issues in regards to them being you know lgbt so it's specifically for uh, yeah. that which which is important
0: I think yeah. um, after doing that you know gay and bisexual yeah I, like to, I definitely recommend or you know guys you feel free to message me or Portia if there's anything more um, private so-
1: and finally um, there's student minds which is specifically for uni students um, you can access like their website online and it's it helps uni students look after their mental health so it doesn't actually it's not a counselling service but it allows for you to look on forums and things like that and tackle any issues that you might have in regards to being at uni and yeah yeah Yeah. so yeah
0: all right lads um these are difficult times but Mm -hmm. like earlier it's okay to feel overwhelmed yeah but look after yourselves
1: look after yourselves yeah and uh, we we hope you took something from this um, podcast and just know like like Troy said that if there's anyone listening to this and they are really struggling and they just want someone to talk to we are both here and um, happy to assist in any way that we can yeah.
0: so yeah love love guys this yeah day. and a
1: lesbian <laughs>
0: Sending so much love during these difficult yeah, times. Yes. Uh, and see you later. See you later.
1: <laughs>